0: Alhamdulillah Ramadan has just passed we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept us and to accept all that he has facilitated for us and grant us many more months filled with worship filled with God consciousness fortitude and gratitude there is a sad feeling felt by many that they've not met their Ramadan goals, their Ramadan targets. Others mourn the departure of the blessed days of Ramadan. Some pat themselves on the back for what they've done, whilst others glorify Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what he has guided them to. In all, it's important to recognize that Ramadan is not a goal in itself. Rather, it's a means to an end. Fasting and all the activities encouraged during Ramadan, these are not themselves the end goals. Rather, as we've said, they are means to an end. And the end goal is always Allah. And to your Lord is always the final destination. Allah, in telling us about the reason why He has asked us to fast, <coughs> He said, <coughs> Fasting has been prescribed for you. <coughs> as He has been prescribed for those before you, <coughs> so that you may attain God consciousness. Taqwa, being the purpose of Ramadan, as such, Who can raise up their hand and say, I've achieved my goals? We can't. Allah says, Don't claim purity for yourselves. Only Allah knows those who have attained this righteousness, those who are purified. So as such, Allah is the only examiner of this Ramadan exam of this Ramadan University that we've all graduated from. Only he knows those who graduated with distinction and only he knows those who still have work to do. And as such, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us people of taqwa and to make us those who have fasted out of hope and out of faith and out of expecting a reward from him. Ramadan is the month of the Quran and Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah we here we've been blessed some might even say spoiled by being part of an audience in with upon whom the Quran was recited to regularly by our wonderful Imams may Allah bless them and protect them and their families throughout this month and they have moved our hearts with their beautiful contemplative recitations of Allah's book. Tears were shed, hearts were moved, and numerous contemplations emerged from reading and pondering over the book of Allah over the past month. And for these we say, Now that the month of the Quran has ended, and we are in the month of Shawwal, what has happened to our relationship with the Book of Allah? What has happened to our attachment that we attained in Ramadan, with the Quran? Have we opened the Quran since the ends of Ramadan since the end of Ramadan? Or has it started to gather dust on our shelves or on our hearts? Did we taste the sweetness? of its recitation in Ramadan, both in listening and reading it, only to turn our backs from it after the month has ended. In the Quran, in Surah Al-Furqan verse 30, our Prophet Muhammad sallallahu he's quoted as making a complaint about some of us, may Allah not make us included in this. Allah says, A'udhu billahi min rajim, وقال الرسول يا رب يا ربي إن قوم اتخذوا هذا القرآن مهجورا and the apostle of Allah will say and the messenger will say oh my lord indeed my people have fled away from this Qur'an they have neglected it This is a complaint that Allah quotes that the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam will make on the day of judgment. Now of this neglect, there are many ways we can understand what kind of hijrah, what kind of neglect are we talking about? There is a first type of neglect of those who don't even want to listen to it at all. Those who disbelieve in it. And they would say, it's a sihr, it's as magic. Close your ears, don't listen to this book. If you listen to it, you will be entranced. And these were the people of the Quraysh that disbelieved in the Prophet Muhammad Right? So they say, close your ears, don't listen to it so that you will be victorious against his magic. May Allah not make us of these people, the first type. But the more appropriate one for us to contemplate about is the second type of neglect. Of which there are many types of this second category and these are people who have been given the Quran yet flee from the Quran yet neglect the Quran a book a gift by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us from darkness into light and as such after Allah given this gift to us Some of us have neglected it and the scholars say there are many ways we can understand this second type of neglect. The first category of this second type of neglect is those who neglect to read the Quran. Right? The first hijr is those who neglect to read the Quran. We all know that the first verse that was revealed in the Quran is iqra, read. The first commandment regarding this book is to read it, okay? And some have neglected this basic right of the Quran such that it's not something they do daily. And they've not made it a habit of reading the book of Allah. And many of us, as much as we might have read it in Ramadan, we thought that Ramadan is the only time to read the Quran. How would you all feel if the only time your spouses or your families treat you in a nice way is only on your birthday? Right? You wouldn't like that kind of relationship that the only time we say hello to you or we behave to you in a nice way is only on your birthday or only on your anniversary. What kind of relationship is that? So let's not make our relationship with the Book of Allah limited to Ramadan. If you're wondering where to start, start with reciting it regularly at Fajr time because Allah says Quran al And the recitation of the Quran at the time of Fajr, at the morning prayer, indeed, the Quran of Fajr is witnessed. So let's make it a habit. after Ramadan even if it's just five verses a day even if it's just one page a day in fact I don't like the word just because anything you read of the book of Allah is endless it's priceless right whatever habit you form with the book of Allah you will be impressed when you see what Allah gives you for it on the day that you meet him so that's the first neglect that many of us are guilty of the second one is in memorizing the Quran even though at our times we can say the Quran is the most memorized book worldwide but how many of us in our gatherings make it a regular habit to memorize something of the book of Allah how can you claim to have an attachment to Allah's book when you don't have a lot of it in your heart It will be said to the one who has memorized the Quran on the Day of Judgment, read and your position in paradise will be where you stop. How many of us will only read for two minutes? And how many of us would love to read for hours in such a gathering? Okay. So to really memorize the Book of Allah and to try to make it a habit of memorizing something I tell you, even if it's one word or one sentence or one verse a day that you memorize from the book of Allah, Allah named Himself Ashakur. He appreciates, He accepts every single effort that you make for His sake. Okay? So let's not be neglectful in memorizing the book of Allah. Let's aim to keep as much of it in our our hearts and let's encourage our children and our families to memorize the Book of Allah. The third type of neglect is in pondering and understanding the Qur'an. Allah asks a rhetorical question twice in the Qur'an, أَفَلَا al-Quran." Like how can they not ponder over this book? And in the Quran where Allah says that in two verses, He says Do they not ponder upon this Quran or are their hearts sealed? Right? Because pondering and thinking over the Quran is a right of the book of Allah Allah says Kitabuna zal ilayka ilaika muda mubarakulia dabaru a yati liadbaruyata thakara Allah says it is a blessed book that we have sent down to you so that they may contemplate its signs. And those who may who possess intellect may take admonition. So, this is a book to be pondered. Some of us are happy for others to tell us what the book of Allah means. Are not willing, are not willing ourselves to dive into the oceans of meanings contained within the Quran. I'll give you an analogy. If I were to take you all to a wonderful chocolate shop. I can make this analogy now outside fa- the fasting, right? If I take you to a wonderful chocolate shop with beautiful Swiss and Belgian, or whatever type of chocolates, that's amazing. And I said to you, when we get to the chocolate shop, I'm going to taste the chocolates and I'll tell you how it tastes. How many of you will accept that deal? How many of you will say, okay, fine. You taste all of it, just tell me how it tastes. But why are we satisfied with excellent translators, however excellent they may be, why are we satisfied with them telling us what the book of Allah means? Why don't we dive into it ourselves and see what Allah would transform our hearts? Why don't we learn the language in which it was revealed? So that we can really be companions of the Quran, we can be people that can contemplate on the Quran. The Quran itself has a transformative ability when you start to ponder about it and when you understand it. The famous story of Walid bin Mughira is a long story but we will not narrate all of it. But Walid bin Mughira was one of the chief of the Arabs and one of the most eloquent of the Arabs. He was sent by a delegation to convince the Prophet Muhammad about leaving this call to Allah. When Walid bin Mughira got to the Prophet Muhammad and he offered him all types of things, the Prophet Muhammad waited for him to finish and he said to him, Have you finished? And then he recited verses from Surat al Fusilat to him. When Walid bin Mughira heard a few verses of the Quran, when he returned back to his people, the first comments they made was, you have returned with a face different from the one you left with. Waleed bin Mughirah did not eventually accept Islam, but his face changed just by listening to a few verses because he understood the meanings. Even though it didn't permeate his heart enough to put light into it to, for him to see and accept, yet, just by understanding the meanings, of the Quran it changes face now imagine if you understood the meaning of the Quran and you have faith in your heart what an amazing transformation that would do to us we should make it an aim that between now and the next Ramadan for those of us who cannot read the Quran that by next Ramadan we should aim to be able to read the Quran For those of us who don't understand the Quran, we should aim that by next Ramadan we will be able to understand some of the Quran. This is not impossible for Allah to gift. Okay? But you have to strive, you have to take a step in the right direction to learn. Another type of hijrah away from the Quran is in learning and studying the Quran. Is in studying and teaching the Quran. The Prophet Muhammad said, man The best of you is he who learns the Quran and teaches it. The best of you is he who learns the best of books and teaches it. Right? How many of us as a community make it a regular habit? to learn something from the Book of God regularly, whether it's once a week. On a practical level, attend a class where something of the Quran is taught once a week, right? Or pick up something and read and learn something from the Quran at least once a week. This is a collective duty for us to have people who teach the Book of Allah. Everyone should learn the Book of Allah in order to be able to know Allah and to be guided by his guidance the last type of neglect that we all face or some of us face is acting upon the quran the quran is a transformative text it is the book of allah that allah has sent to us to bring us from darkness into light it's a book which if understood and applied it transforms hearts It transforms individuals, communities and nations. There is a Quranic mindset that it imbibes in the person that studies and applies it, it softens the heart, it fills it with light, it imbibes it with a prophetic mercy and it makes its adherence similar to the character of the Prophet Muhammad as his character was the Quran we should all make it a habit of whatever we learn from the quran to practice it the companions used to learn the quran five verses at a time contemplate on it act on it and then move ahead true knowledge necessitates action whether they are actions of the heart like righteous intentions having a good opinion of Allah humility and God consciousness, reliance on Allah and so on. All of these actions emanate from acting upon the Quran. And all the actions of the limbs like prayer, helping others in need, treating people with excellence and other type of actions. In all, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we do not follow the month of Quran by neglecting the Quran that we do not consider Ramadan to be the only month for which the Quran is to be recited and contemplated. That what we have tasted from the blessed month of Ramadan has only increased us in determination and yearning to read, learn, understand, act on the guidance contained in the Quran. The worth of anything can be understood by what it is associated with. In the Quran, Allah talks about Naqatallahi, the camel of Allah, which was not to be treated badly and was to be honored by being allowed to drink from the well. The house of Allah, where we all owe a visit to, and is to be venerated. And the mosques are for Allah so do not call anyone with Allah in these places as such if we understand that the worth of something is linked to who owns it or who it is associated with what is the worth of the people of the Quran what is the worth of the companions of the Quran what is the worth of those who read memorize learn practice and teach the Quran in the Sunan of Ibn Majah, Anas ibn Malik, اللَّهُ Anu, called, called he a law, he was a lama, in Ahlina mina manhum, hum Ahlul Qurani, sotu. Anas bin Malik narrated that the Prophet Muhammad said, Indeed, Allah has his own people amongst humanity. The companions asked who are they O Messenger of Allah. The Prophet Muhammad replied they are the people of the Quran. They are the people of the Quran. The people of Allah and his chosen ones. May, he, may we not be counted amongst those who neglect the Quran. And those who are Prophet Muhammad will complain about on the day of judgment. On the day that we will all look forward to his intercession. May Allah make us people of the Quran. Those who dedicate their lives to reading it, memorizing it, pondering over it, learning it, acting upon it, and teaching it. When we look at how our brothers from the jinn received the Quran, when it was recited upon them, they turned back to their people, warning them. They said, "Inna Quran an ajaba. We have listened to an amazing recitation, to an amazing Quran. So may we be people, let's compete with our brothers from the jinn and be people that when the Quran is recited to us, we recognize its amazing nature and we are transformed by it. And we are guided by it. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. Subhanallah, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. He wa this and I praise you and you. And I the